Hey, girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. Welcome back to Two Girls, One Blunt. It's Two Girls, One Blunt. Two Girls, One Blunt. Yeah, baby. We're <laughs> going to get high today. <laughs> I hope so. We need it. Yeah. Unfortunately, we stopped. We're going to try to stop smoking during the show, like the main part of the show, because TikTok banned me for over a week for posting videos of our podcast. We can't have that. Yeah. We already bleeped out the words. They're they're just attacking us because we're we're too much for TikTok, apparently. <laughs> Whoever thought there'd be such a thing. I know. There are a bunch of pussies over there at TikTok. They really are. They let like ten year olds shake their booties in thongs. I see so much ass and so many people it, smoking on my for you page. I'm like, I don't get it. I see so much dick. How many men oh, are like in, in their pants? Yeah, no, or in their tight ass boxers. And it's oh. just full penis. Just full dick. Like, I'm not complaining. I don't want that removed. I just want to be able to show my dick, too. <laughs> you know? The pink one. The rubber one that's in my top drawer. Oh. Yeah. I did get removed for one time, putting my magic wand on there. And we're very excited <laughs> to make an announcement. <gasps> Judging by that segue, we are stupid bitches. But we're still very excited to announce. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Emily. Oh, I'm so sorry. Speak for yourself. Um, announce that we have started working with Hayes Radio Network. They're the biggest like cannabis radio network in the world. I think it's international, right? Yeah, they have a show with Mike That's Tyson. fucking cool. What is it again? The Hot Boxing? Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. That's one of their talk shows. That's such a good title for Mike Tyson. We're manifesting right now. We're going to have Mike Tyson on the show. He's absolutely coming on the show. He doesn't know it yet. But it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna make Emily fight him with her with her broken her broken fists. <laughs> oh, that's even worse than um, who is it? Jake Paul fighting uh, who Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, or whoever big boxer he's fighting. Yeah, but didn't he actually train for it? Yeah, he'd won. Oh, she. You didn't know that? No, I don't were really you, pay attention. Were you about to talk shit about him and he won? Yeah. <laughs> No, I was talking shit about myself because he trained for a while for that. And I we're going to get Mike Tyson and Emily high and then they're going to wrestle in pudding. Oh, I'm manifesting all of this. What about jello? Jello. OK. OK. Some lime jello. I could fuck with that. Yeah. Fuck with that. What if we make an edible lime jello? So then as you're like falling, you like take a you bite just- and you guys just get more high as it happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that would be a great, great idea. Yeah, I think so, too. But yeah, we're on Hayes Radio Network, um, so you can catch us. I I don't know what day we're going on yet. I think it's a Tuesday, but you know. We're already Tuesdays here, so hopefully. Yeah. That, that would be cool. You'll be able to catch us up. on there. And we're going to be going to a big Halloween event out in L.A. with them being judges at like a weed I'm so event. excited. <laughs> I'm excited, too. <laughs> that will be a lot of fun hopefully they can get you on for stand-up comedy that would be cool that would be cool to have you do a set out there yeah la comedy makes me shit my pants though yeah but you always do well you work well under pressure under pressure pressing down that's the only lyric i know you don't like queen right no not really yeah everyone gets mad at me they put all the right that's what it is no that's weird (laughs) the champion (laughs) 
I mean, that's also Queens. It is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. see, I got it. I know them enough. I just couldn't place it for a second. But, like, people, like, listen to that for fun, and I'm like, can we? Oh, I love Queen. Yeah. I do love Queen. But. So, this podcast is airing the first week in October. We're, like, pre-filming. Halloween is coming up. Huh, guys? (laughs) Halloween is... <laughs> All right, Mickey, I think it's time for you and me to take our shot. Oh, you haven't taken right your on. shot yet? No, no, I was waiting. Saving it for the camera. Yeah, for some reason, I feel like we need alcohol. Yeah. we Emily and I have been out of it. We've been mentally ill. Okay, ready? Uh, do, two. What is that? Two? Two? Three? What is the word? Is that supposed to be French? Uh, de toi. So I'm proud of you. That was good. That was good. I cannot speak other languages. One time I tried to speak Spanish and I was like, puedo hablar un poco. And they were like, can you try a little harder on that accent? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm failing in Miami. Um, But I guess Halloween's around the corner. Yay. Woo. And when we say Halloween, we just mean like the whole month of October. Oh, yeah. It's already started. We're planning our costumes. I feel like once the kids go back to school, I'm like, you know what? It's Halloween, bitches. Yeah. Except we have no Halloween decorations. Oh, you not, don't like to decorate for the holidays. I don't like decorating I for the holidays. I love decorating. I think it's so fucking She's tacky. a spoil sport. I, yeah, and I hate Christmas. <laughs> I know. I'm the Grinch. I just think, like, when people have, like, decorations around their house, it's so, it, like, think, makes me think of, like, white women who, like, have live, laugh, love, like, you know, word Okay, well, first of all, I would never have that up on my wall. That is disrespectful. Right? Or like like those home is where the family is. Yeah, Yeah. I hate Uh, all that shit. Or they have like bathroom in the bathroom. It's like poop, pee, be free. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I'm like, we don't need a reminder. I know why I'm here. Yeah. It's so lame. I'm shitting. Yeah. We talk about poop a lot. Okay, what's your... Emily... What's your favorite Halloween memory? Um, <laughs> so there was this guy on my street, and I think his name was Frank for some reason. And he used to literally just sit on his porch. And, you know, he wouldn't move. He would dress up as, like, Frankenstein or whatever. And then as you got close to the kid, he would, like, lunge up at you and scare the fuck out of you. And I used to always be so scared of Frank. Then I was one year I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm getting that motherfucker's candy. So, like, I wasn't scared of him, and he chased me with his, like, pitchfork or whatever, and I got the candy, and I ran out, and I I felt very proud of myself. I'm proud of you. Thank you. What about you? My favorite Halloween memory? Okay. Um, This podcast is going to take a turn. (laughs) This podcast is about to take a turn. Oh. This podcast is about to take a turn. Really? Yeah. So like you had like a wholesome one. For me, I grew up with a lot of trauma. There wasn't a lot of wholesome memories, you know? That's mm-hmm. why I am the way that I am. And uh, my favorite memory, my mom was like a drunk, right? And we all know how they are. They're like, yeah, they yell, they hit, they throw things. And my mom knew I had a friend's birthday party to go to. I'm all dressed up like a sexy teacher with glasses on. And I come home from my soccer game like run about to run out of the house. And she's like, you're not going anywhere. You're going to like pass out candy while I take your brother trick or treating. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, I told you I had this birthday party. Like you said, this was fine. We've talked about this every single day. And she was like, you're fucking passing out candy with like the typical Boston oh, angry Jesus. Irish woman 
accent. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not. And she wouldn't take no for an answer and like was fighting me and like getting in my face and like cornering me. And I never stood up to my mom ever. I was always so good. Like let her just like abuse me. Basically we'd like verbally fight, but like I never, you know, threw hands and I, something came over me. I was like, nah, I think we lost the soccer game. I was like pumped up or we won. And I like was wicked pumped up. So she hit me in the face with my glasses on. And I was like, no, you did not just do this and make me cry. Cause like I got hit in the nose and ruined my makeup right before this. And so I fucking socked her. Good. I socked her. And I was like, don't hit me. And I just, whew, I've never hit anyone like that before. I've never hit any. I still to this day, like, I've never really hit anyone. That's the only <laughs> person I hit. But she comes at me and I'm like, nope. And I call the cops and I get her arrested for domestic violence. Good. And she had already had a history of this. So the cops, like, knew. Yeah. And I looked at them and they were like, she hit you. And I was like, yeah, take her away. <laughs> and, and so she gets arrested put in the town jail and then I take her car and drive to the party. And I had myself a night as you should. And then because I'm also like still afraid of my mom, I went and bailed her out and she was like, Oh, you're going to pick me up. And I'm like, yeah, I don't ever fucking touch me again. And then she's like, well, you don't fucking live here anymore. And then she kicked me out. But honestly, I stood up to my fear. Yes. So fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. For yeah. Real. So that's my favorite Halloween memory. You know, it's where I, I grew a set of balls and learned to stand up for myself for the first time. I love that. I love that too. So hit your mom, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Unless they, unless they hit you first. This week we're talking about being exclusive in a relationship. When does that happen? When do you want it to happen? Do you have any bad experiences with it happening too early, too late? We're just going to dive right into it. Right into all of it. Oh God, my whole dating history (laughs) is not a, is not good. It's not good. You know, we learn lessons along the way. So when do you think a relationship becomes exclusive? I think it totally depends on the relationship. I don't think you can ever say with any certainty, like, Oh, one month in five months in two months in, like whatever, that's when it needs to be like, it's going to depend on so many different factors and it really just, you need to communicate with your partner and that's when it'll become exclusive. So you believe in just having the conversation about being exclusive. You guys should be exclusive. Yes. Because I've been in situationships before where we weren't exclusive, but I acted exclusive and maybe they didn't act exclusive, but I was still like holding them down. And I'm like, no, both parties need to agree verbally. And then if there is no agreement, there is no conversation, then we're not exclusive. If somebody asked me to be exclusive with them, I would say no, unless they were like, I want you to be my girlfriend. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. That's what exclusive means to me. Okay. So making that commitment. Okay. So then that makes sense if exclusivity means a boyfriend and girlfriend title. Most people before they get the boyfriend and girlfriend title are like they start talking and then they're exclusive for a while and then they never get that title. I personally like I will never I don't want to ever do that that again. No, I'm good. Yeah. All my past relationships have been (laughs) like that where I'm dating and we're talking for a while and I'm acting there. I'm acting like their girlfriend. They're acting like my boyfriend. They're like, okay, let's be exclusive. And then they're like, but we'll like still take time to like get the title. And it's like, no, then why are we exclusive? Exactly. I think you sh- as a woman, you should not be exclusive with a man or another woman until they decide that they want to officially date you yeah. post you on social media, date you. Yes. Like invite and introduce you to their family, date you until you get that. You do not need to be exclusive with somebody. No, Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. Never again. Never again. (laughs) I think, yeah. And I think that the timing thing too, it's like, for me, I would go through that process within like two months of meeting somebody. So we're like hanging out for two months. And then I'm like, I used to be like, why haven't you asked to be my boyfriend yet? We've been hanging out all the time. Yeah. You know, I've only been in two relationships, (laughs) but so the first one, he was like, Oh, I want to be exclusive. Like very fast. The second one, and I pressured him into becoming exclusive with me. And I don't think that was a good thing. Yeah. Why do you think it wasn't a good thing? Because he didn't feel as though he was ready. And then there was bitterness and resentment on both sides. And it's just not a healthy way to start a relationship. And also, you shouldn't have to beg someone to be with you. And yeah, be to with you. you. You shouldn't have to do that. And if you do have to do that, then they're not the right person for you. No. Yeah, exactly. For I completely agree with that. I used to be like that. And it more yeah. came from like trauma, right? Or like my parents divorced. And they also didn't give me much love. So I have this like anxious attachment style Mm -hmm. where I, anytime I find any source of like love or what feels like that, I have, don't get that often that I just want to hold on to it so fucking tightly. Yeah. You know? And then I will like almost like my insecurity starts showing up during those situations. I'm like, Oh, are you talking to that girl? Or like, what's up with her? And like, I, I don't do that like as much anymore, I feel the emotions come up, but I know how to like handle myself better now. Mm-hmm. But I, that used to come up and it used to be like, I used to just have this like energy that was like insecure. Yes. And I'd be like, when, why, why are you talking to them? I thought we were like basically seeing each other. And that ended up in a situation where they were like, you know what? I do like you. I will commit to you. But in the relationship, that resentment builds up. And that's how like cheating happens because they weren't ready. Yeah. It was just easier for them to say, okay, in the moment. Yeah. You shouldn't have to force anyone into being in a relationship with you. Yeah. I think like, honestly, though, you don't know somebody. Even if you have strong chemistry and you're in this like, like honeymoon phase where everything's going well and it feels like this person's your person. If you've only been talking for two or three months, you do not know that person. You don't, you don't know, uh, how they want to be in a relationship. You don't know what, you know, their expectations are of a relationship, the things they want, the life they want to live, how they want to be communicated with, how they communicate, how they get when they they're angry. Have they even showed you that they're worthy of your love? Exactly. Exactly. So just because everything's all like hunky dory and you're like having a good old time, you know, doesn't mean that that's even a good partner for you. Yeah. The key, even people, you know, like I knew my most recent ex for like five years before we started dating. No, six years. And things came out in your relationship that you didn't know. Yeah. That I had no clue about. I, I saw this TikTok too, like literally like yesterday. And this guy was saying how, people start dating and just like commit to each other and get exclusive when the chemistry is good. Everything's going well. They're like, well, I like you. I like you too. All right. Well, this works like with what we're doing. Like you want to be my boyfriend and girlfriend. Sure. I'll be your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And then their boyfriend and girlfriend, but they literally don't know. Does that person want kids? Do they ever want to get married? Is there going to be a prenup when you get married? Do they want to move to another part of the, like the country? Do they want to move out of the country? Like, have they, there's a lot to know there's about people. so much to know, but it's not even about whether or not the vibe is good with somebody. It's, are you guys a good fit together? Yes. You know what I mean? Are you compatible in the ways of a relationship? Cause I've met really fucking cool people that I feel world like so much feelings towards. 
And then when it came down to the actual like relationship part, I'm like, oh, this doesn't add up. But I'm like, well, I like this person, so I'm going to make it work. No, <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't either. have to do that. And then I'm like making sacrifices on the things that I want to make it work with somebody when in the first place we were never compatible. And there's somebody out there that could make you feel that way and you're more compatible. Yes. Yeah. I think people forget that like you're dating to get to know people. I feel like we're so like we just want to get into relationships like so fast. It's almost like our whole society has like that need for instant gratification. It's the same thing with relationships. We're like, I like them. They like me. Let's fuck. Okay. Let's do We're it. dating. Yes. That's it. That's it. It's done. There is no communication about any of those things that really are what a relationship is. If you're trying to build an actual partnership. Oh, absolutely. However you define a partnership. Yeah. The instant gratification thing is huge. It's like, I think deep down, most people are looking for love. Like they want to be loved. And so when they find that person again, it's like that you want to hold on to it so tightly. And we put love on a pedestal so much so that sometimes we don't even see the person we're with. We see their potential. We see what we want to be with them. But is that really the person you're with? Is that who you are when you're with them? Exactly. Exactly. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah. And I think over time, I think it takes at least three months. Three months is like the period of time where people kind of start to put their walls down. You get a little bit more comfortable. You're talking about more like serious things. Like think about like how most girls don't shit in front of a man they're seeing for a long time for like a couple months, maybe sometimes a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like there's, and then you hit a point where you're starting to get way more comfortable and you can like make jokes about farting or whatever it is. Like, the walls start coming down where somebody can't put on this like pretend show of who they are, that they're like living the best life and they're happy and everything's good, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's when you really start to find out with somebody. So like for me, you said earlier, like you don't know if it's like three months or four months or five months or six months. Like I jumped into stuff so many times that I feel like had I waited at least six months, and really got to know somebody and see if that was a good fit while I like dated other people mm-hmm. or like focused on myself or did whatever, then I feel like I would have a better understanding. Cause like, I'm not trying to like just sit here and date to just fuck around and have fun. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm getting older. <laughs> you know, you got some You're time to fuck old. around and have fun. I'm 27. You're not old. Yeah. But like my uterus is getting old, <laughs> you know, I'm going to need someone to pop a baby in here sooner or later. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? So, well, that's what I'm saying. Like I used to just date cause I liked them and they were hot or like whatever. And like, if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. I had plenty of time. Like as you're getting older, that stops happening. You know, I don't think I've ever felt that way. Oh, well <laughs> you also said today, like, you don't know if you want kids. Um, me. Oh no, I want kids. I don't want to give birth to kids. Oh, makes sense. Um, I don't know for me, I am giving myself like a time frame. Where like I'm trying to wait as long as possible because I know like when I get there, I don't want to wait. You know what I'm saying? I It's what I want, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm with somebody that I like, like immediately that's what I'm thinking about. But I'm trying to put my, I'm trying to step on the brakes here. Yeah, pump the brakes. Pump girl. the brakes because <laughs> I'm like, no, don't get caught up in the butterflies and the good chemistry and the fucking amazing sex. It's like, also don't. like lust. We fall in lust and then we think it's love. Mm -hmm. It's not. Yeah. 
There's also something to be said about people who are like, you could be in a situation for fucking like a year, year and a half, two years. Like, don't let it go that long either. Just because you don't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Like if they're not committing to you at a certain point and you decide what that certain point is and you feel like you've gotten to know them, they've gotten to know you, you like the vibe, like it's actually a good fit, then yeah, they should be committing to you. You should be committing to them if that's how you like your relationships, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I think nowadays, I think our generation was just like fucked by our parents. Like our parents were like not emotional beings. They didn't (laughs) give a fuck about our feelings. They told us to like get out. They were like, get out of the house at 18 and you can do it. And like, this is how I was raised. Yeah. And like, Uh, I see a lot of that. And I see a lot of people who are just like, everyone just wants love so badly. And so they just like put up with the bare minimum because they think that that's all that they can get or that's all they deserve. And that's like not true at all. You know? Absolutely. Like there's so much (sighs) more. Any, everyone is deserving unless you're literally like a shitty person and a murderer, then fuck you. (laughs) I'm so guilty of this too, though. We have to hold ourselves accountable too. Yeah. Like we deserve better. Exactly. And so I also think that's why it's important to like sometimes like right away when people start talking to somebody, they just like stop talking to everybody else because they like this person. It's going that way. And I'm so guilty of this. Like it's very hard because it's like I don't want to talk to anyone else. But (laughs) that's where like if you're not seeing what's out there and actually showing this person, no, I'm actually not committing to you until you commit to me, you know, and you see what your options are. There might be somebody who's more compatible or you might be able to like. I don't know, step out of like this box that you're in. Cause sometimes I'm in a different world and I'm seeing somebody and I like forget to see the little things of like, Oh, well they did this and they said this. And I know that they hooked up with this person or like Mm -hmm. they were sketchy about hanging out with this person or whatever it is. So like you start like making excuses because it's like working now and you don't want it to like, you don't want to lose them either. You know, the only person you should be scared of losing is you. Yes, exactly. And that's why I feel like I've been there in relationships where I've lost myself because I'm so scared of losing them. Yes, same. And then here you are at the end of the relationship. You don't know who the fuck you are and you still don't have them, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) that's yes. That's definitely something. And then you go through this whole process of like regrowing. That's definitely why I've had a glow up after every single relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think part of that, though, in losing yourself is one, I don't think you should be dating at all or even going on dates or talking to people until you literally practice self-love. And that's not like reading a fucking book or taking a bath. That's not self-love. I'm talking actual self-love. Loving yourself, waking up every single day with a confidence that you know who you are and you are so proud to be you and you walk this world with like an energy of like, I love who I am and I love life. You are filling your cup 110%. You're busy doing things that you love to do. You don't have the time to serial date. You don't have, honestly, you're so busy with your own life. You don't even give a fuck if this person's committing to you yet because you're still figuring out who they are because you're that you're more, you're giving all that love and attention that you would be giving to somebody else to yourself first. Yeah. Didn't like Jada and Will Smith say something like this where they were like, everyone says, you know, you need to make your partner happy. And they were like, no, you need to make yourself happy. Once Mm -hmm. you're happy, you can start 
working with your partner to figure out maybe if you need to lift them up at that moment in time, Mm -hmm. what you can do there. But you got to, like you said, fill your own cup before you can start filling up everybody else's. Exactly. And I think a lot of the time, because we want love or we were hurt or like we, everyone has trauma and things you got to work on. Like the, the, that feeling that somebody gives you when they make you feel special and loved and like you're cuddling at night and that feels warm and safe no one wants to let that go. You know what I mean? But that's the other person filling your cup. You're needing that person to give you that feeling. Yeah. And I'm saying give that feeling to yourself. Like I used to fucking go to bed while I was trying to like heal my trauma and shit. And I like went celibate hugging myself. I would literally fucking hug myself, hug myself all the time and wrap my arms around myself. And I would literally like do the nail thing and like Aww. and do this. And I'd be like, you're amazing. You have to reparent yourself I and just talk to yourself. Yeah, I would literally be like, you accomplished so much today and you're amazing and I'm really proud of you. I do that I all love the you. time. And I would go to bed like that feeling like, I was like, wow, I feel so like loved and happy because I'm giving it to myself. Um, but I think we look to other people to fill our cups. And so then you compromise again on what you actually want and then you get in a relationship and you rush in and this person doesn't even know who you are because you're compromising who you are for them. And then when you finally get sick of that, and you expect them to change or act up, well, you never set those boundaries or expectations. And then the relationship goes sour or somebody cheats because like they don't want to leave you because both of you aren't happy on your own. So you stay in something that's way easier because you're not, you don't love yourself enough to walk away from a situation that's no longer serving you. Mm-hmm. It's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. It's fucking hard. It's way easier said than done and it takes work, but that's why Absolutely. I think it's important. Like, when is it good to be exclusive when you have done the work on yourself, the hard work, the crying, the re- figuring out why you are the way that you are, why you need what you need, why you love the way that you love, what you want in an actual relationship, what you want in a person and a partner, like figure all that out and then go on dates with multiple people for like a couple months and get to know who they are and then start giving them the like when they start saying like, I'm going to commit to you and I want this, then you can make a solid good decision and know who you are and know that you didn't compromise yourself and lose yourself in the process. Absolutely. And then hopefully you hold those standards throughout the whole relationship. Exactly. That's the next part is when does that stop? It never stops. (laughs) You just got to keep going. You got to keep going. How many times have you gotten comfortable in a relationship where like you stop saying things or like, you know, you just get comfortable saying things like you stop, like letting them know what bothers you or it gets oh, weird yeah, yeah. or like you don't want to start another fight or like you compromise, like whatever. Yeah. Or you start overextending because you're in that relationship and you want to give love and you realize that that person hasn't over, like extended back to you, you know? Yeah. So it it's happens like in all relationships, I think it's important when you're in a committed relationship to also continue to be pursued. The pursuing can never stop. No. And I think you have to pursue each other exactly equally yeah and then some people have bad days and that's when you know your partner and you you know you give 80 percent instead of 50 percent that day and Mm -hmm. they do the next when you're that way exactly but it needs to be an actual partnership yeah um all right so our producer our fabulous producer maggie hi hyping himself up right now but he is that good guys he really is that good um, that good good that good good mm. Mm. oh no <laughs> um and he thought we should do like a tiktok what's in your head this week 
every week and just kind of make that a thing. Um, I don't know if, if we're the queens for this. We're perfect for this. We're so great. We go around just singing TikTok stuff and like saying weird things. And I don't even think I have a personality anymore. <laughs> it's TikTok. My personality is TikTok references. And, yeah, it's and really it ch- bad. Me too. It changes. Like I have, eight, we have ADHD, so we hyperfixate on specific phrases, and that will be the only thing we say for like three months. Okay, so what's your like phrase that you cannot? Oh, I already know. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> I'm a little lad. <laughs> it's berries and cream TikTok. <laughs> She's been telling you for weeks. She's like, are you on berries and cream TikTok? And I was like, no. So her whole for you page was berries and cream. And I didn't know what she was talking about. And she kept saying it. And now I'm on it. I'm so happy that the algorithm listened and overheard me talking about it and now put it on her phone. I know. And I'm happy they did too, because I, I love it. It's hilarious. When I was a little lad, my mom, (laughs) I wanted berries and cream. Berries and cream. Berries I, and cream. I swear to God, every time I get in the elevator, I talk to somebody about berries and cream. You tell. We were in the elevator someday, and she's cracking up. And some dude walks in. He's like, "Hey," and she goes, "Are you on berries and cream TikTok?" <laughs> like to a random man in our building, and he's like, "No." You're like, "You really should be." Actually, look it up right now. And he's like, "Okay, okay, I'll look it up." I like to think that I'm changing people's lives one berries and cream remix at a time. Yeah. it's like the new rick roll like i just listen to a song i'm like okay 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 and then it's like little lad and i'm like fuck they got me again yeah berries like, and cream mix yes <laughs> wait that was actually good <laughs> berries and cream mix oh wait that's perfect that was so good so basically what they're doing is they're taking popular sounds also on tiktok and any like songs that you know and so you're vibing out and you're dancing and then i'll be like and the little lad dance <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Out of nowhere. And berries and cream is just remixed into it. I love it. What's yours? What's mine is, uh, you were saying something the other day. What was it? Cause I was coming up now. I'm lit. I'm drawing a blank. Obviously I'm put on the spot. I get a little uncomfortable under, on the spot and under pressure. Under pressure. No. Um, I understood the assignment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I understood the assignment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So basically it's a trend where, you say something when you're like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, remember like that woman was like, I applied to a CEO job, no CEO experience, like no nothing. No, that was a different one. Fuck. That was a different trend. Oh, I girl fuck. bossed a little too close to the sun. Oh, I love that trend. Yeah. It's girls going, I girl boss a little too close to the sun. What was it? Um, I'm afraid I may have girl bossed too close to the sun. And she was a C she was never a CEO and just applied to a random CEO position on indeed. And then she's now moving across to the country for a CEO position. She got, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. So I hope she sees it. It's when you girl boss like too close and you're like, Oh shit, it actually <laughs> happened. You know, I feel like that's kind of us. I mean, we like, we started this podcast and we were just in our living room and now we're like, Oh, we're on Hayes radio. Yeah, we girl boss a little too close <laughs> to the sun. My skin is so dry with this fucking Miami climate. Are you? We're, were you looking at my skin? And no, I'm feeling my skin. As really? I'm you, to I talk saw you look so at me. And she's like, my skin's dry. And I'm like, you just were trying to say my skin's dry. No, you look very Which dewy. Which it is. No, I literally feel like I'm wearing a mask right now. Yeah, I feel like when you know when people shake their head and like a bunch of dandruff comes off. That's what we would have. I feel like if I just faces. like shook my face, it'd be the same thing because <laughs> it's so fucking dry. Yeah, I feel that. It's like going out from the humidity into like everybody has their AC on fucking full blast. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I'm so cold. 
All right. So the next part, we're going to go into weed hacks, apparently, that every stoner should know. Yeah. So there was this big Reddit thread, and I was like, you know what? Let's bring it back to our humble beginnings talking about weed. See if there's anything we can learn, if we can impart any wisdom. You know, okay. That'll be fun. Oh, I didn't know this one. Store in glass only. The static from the plastic will rip the trichomes and THC off your bud. Oh, shit. That's very good to know because we only store in plastic. No, we don't. We had our, we had our um, glass containers. Like yeah, our- but I broke mine. Yeah, I don't know where mine is either. <laughs> so we've been in plastic. But that's, that's good to know. Also, like, I feel like this is self-explanatory, but if you're, like, a new stoner and you haven't really got high yet, breathe into your lungs. Don't just, like, keep it in your mouth. I feel like it's so easy to explain smoking to people who had asthma. Because I'm like, just pretend you're using an inhaler, except you're going to get high from it, Wait, that's such a good way to explain it. Because when I was learning how to use an inhaler, you have to inhale, but you can't inhale through your mouth. You have to inhale down into your lungs. Yeah. That makes I don't a lot know of how sense. to explain that to somebody. Weed hack. Weed hack with Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a weed hack, Maggie? I heard if you eat mangoes 45 minutes to an hour before smoking, it enhances the high. Okay. I've never tried it because I always forget to because I'm always Me so high. Too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I always <laughs> forget that. I'm like, that's a lot of work. Didn't we buy? I thought we bought those drinks that like were kind of like mangoes. Like a drinks and it was supposed to get us high before it. And I never, I don't think we Did ever, we got, ever try them. I don't think we ever got them. Shit. Didn't we order them? I feel like we talked about it. I, I remember this. It's like basically a drink. I think you found it. Oh. I think we were going to buy it, but basically it's like a drink that you drink right before it that does the same effect where it like gets you super high. Um, we were going to try it on one of the podcasts. Maybe we can do that on another podcast. That would be fun. Um, okay. All right. Weed hack. <laughs> oh my God. This is a good one. Honestly, this is for fucking veterans stoners too. check your lap before you stand up. How many fucking times have I dumped a whole full grinder on the floor? Oh, so many times. But here's another weed hack that actually works. If you get stockings, like, like, um, what are they called? Tights, tights. Mm-hmm. And you put it over a vacuum. Oh, yes. And you can just scoop it off the tights. That yeah, you vacuum works. it up and then you scoop it off the tights. Yeah. We did that with like, I had a handheld vacuum thing that you, <laughs> like for our couch because we have cats and stuff. And one time we emptied it out, like cleaned it out. And then we just vacuumed up all the weed with the handheld thing. And then we dumped it out of that. It was a little, you know, a little musty. There was some, some yeah. hair in the There's weed. There's some cat hair in there, but we were like, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're, we're you make fine. things work when yeah. you need to. You really do. Um, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I hold the lighter upside down. Well, How do I, I hold it straight up. I feel like I would burn my nails off if I. I'm trying to. Yeah, how do you how do you hold the lighter? Sometimes I hold down? the lighter upside down if it's a tricky placed bowl or a one hitter. I hold the bottom of my index finger and roll it up my thumb to spark like a pinching motion. I saw I was at a weed convention and I, I learned how to hold the lighter. You hold it sideways. Really? Okay. That sometimes though burns my nail. Because Which is it's the only shitty thing. 
Oh, maybe I have to hold it sideways because I always use my right hand, which is like the hand that I pull. So if I turn it this way, the it, the light's going into my thumb. But if I do it the other way, sideways, where it's down, oh. then it would go up and it won't burn the part that you pull down. You know what we need to get? They have like a those, lot of work. They have those like hemp strings, right? Where you can light them and then it lights the string and then it lasts longer and you don't get the fumes from the butane. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? No. They're like long it. wicks, basically, okay. is what they are. And you wrap them around your lighter, so you always have them with you. Wow. Mm-hmm. We should get those. I forgot those. We should get those. Okay. What about cleaning, like, your glass? Like, always, like isopropyl alcohol. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be a better way. I used to do, like, uh, like a, a heavier salt, like a thicker, not like table salt that you yeah. get like a diner, but like a, a thicker, like coarser salt, shake it up and then just like let it sit with the 90, always do like 99%. Yeah. Always. Like as high as you can get. Yo, my legs hurt from sitting like Mine this. Mine hurts so bad. That's a pretty pattern on your legs though from the blanket. From the blanket? Yeah. <laughs> For the foot She guys. has like fun like indents. Are my feet dirty, Maggie? Would you suck on a toe like right now? They look clean enough? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, yeah. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> Sorry. I have a weed hack that Emily and I do so often, sometimes by accident, because we're high. What do we do? We hide nugs. Oh, my God. I We do that all we the time. We do that all the time. She literally goes, we have no weed left. And I was like, no, I think there's one in, over here. And it was like in a hidden spot. And we had a whole bag of weed. So me and Jamie... At our old place, there she had a like a a lamp kind of thing that like you'd never light. It's just like for decoration. And whenever our plug would give us extra, I would give us each what we were supposed to get, and then take the extra and hide it in the lamp for safekeeping. Yeah. And then we'd be like, "Fuck, we're out of weed." I'd be like, "Wait, the lamp, <laughs> the lamp. We got at least three blunts in there before we pick up. <laughs> exactly. And it comes in clutch. I promise you." hide hide some weed as much weed as possible and hide it in different spots and like have some in your car yes have some what well, you well, know depending on where you're at yeah. i don't follow the rules but i used to hide a nug from myself from every ounce i picked up yeah and then one day i was like i have a whole ounce yeah like i have a lot of weed exactly you don't realize <laughs> it adds up it's like a savings account but for <laughs> bud <laughs> Okay, here's something I used to do in college. If you're ever in a pinch and you need a grinder, clean like a nickel or a quarter um, and then put it in a prescription pill bottle and shake up the weed and the coin helps break up the nug. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's not super great, but you know, it's better than your hands. I know. I'm I still a- do that. Really? Yeah. I'm allergic to weed. So when I have to break it up, like touching weed gives me allergies. And so when I have to break it up with my hands, it's fucking game over for the night. Like I have red eyes. They sometimes they start swelling and I break, break out an allergic reaction on my face. Yeah. Jamie's allergic to a lot of stuff. I am. I'm allergic to. You really are. Fucking bullshit. Oh, all um, right. Okay. All right. Speaking of allergies, can I tell you like a random story on the side <laughs> that you guys might like? Yeah. It's a short story, but I knew this girl one time that dated like this really hippie dude you know he was a barefoot type of guy oh god played in a band he was like the bass player so you know he was extra hippie yeah every time he would come on her she would get a rash stop it wait really yeah that's the end she was of allergic this, that, to that's his all cum? i know about it yeah she was allergic to this guy's damn cum. that's how you know they're toxic okay if your vagina or your body doesn't re- react well to their cum yeah or when you get utis does that say more that says more about the man 
Yes. Yeah. Dirty yeah. cum. Acid cum. Yeah. Although people do have cum allergies, and it, she might have just been allergic to all cum. Yeah, I mean, there's come like. Come on. I think, <laughs> I th- is it like proteins in the cum that you're allergic it's to? Something, right? Yeah, it's something in certain people. Like I don't know. I guess certain people have. I don't it. know. We're we're a talk show about smoking weed and getting fucked. We're not biologists here, people. <laughs> no. Have you? I've. Not, I feel like I've been allergic to somebody's dick, but not like an allergy. Just like my vagina's like nope. I'm going to warn you so that you stop putting this dick in you. <laughs> I used to get UTIs and like BVs all the time with people. And I was like, okay. Yeah. One of I mine, I got BV go. all the time. And it turns out it wasn't even BV. It was chlamydia. Oh, <laughs> what a dick. He was my boyfriend too. And I found out after and I was like, that's how I found out I had chlamydia. I was like, what's wrong with her down there? And then I found so out he cheated on me. This is why, you know, wait to be exclusive folks. <laughs> Um, okay so that wraps it up folks for the uh weed hacks portion hopefully that helps kind of i feel like i learned something that i forgot yeah probably because i'm fucking high yeah i can't wait to get high again me too all right so all right so this next part is sponsored by weed maps not really but if you hear this weed maps and you want to sponsor us yeah please hit a girl up hit a girl up (laughs) But uh, we got this from, are you 21 or older? Yes, I am. <laughs> I accidentally hit no, and they were like, get out. I, I love when they ask that question, and I'm like, do I look that young? <laughs> like, thank you. I get it, and I'm like, what's the point? Anybody could click, yes, I am. So it's not even doing anything. Yeah. It's not even giving what it was supposed to give. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, wait, I feel like I put in my own notes, like a weed question. Okay, so these this is a list from Weed Maps that are the best high questions to contemplate when you're, well, high. So, you know, wait, we're not high. I know, we have to get There's ready no for time. something. No time for weed. Okay. Fairy princess? You're thinking about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you smoke weed on a boat, does that make you seaweed? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're not actual weed, so. True. But I I could be if I tried really hard. Right? True. Oh, my God. These questions are actually stressing me out. I know. (laughs) Is the S or the C silent in scent? Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you for asking that question. No. Is getting high and remembering something from your past simply time travel? Oh, shit. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, you know what? I feel like, I don't know, but maybe it's therapy because sometimes I forget my childhood. So if I remember something from my past, it's a win that day. Yeah, I completely agree. People say weed's bad. I'm like, no, I remember childhood memories. Just like I talked about punching my mom this today. I forget about that often, you know? Yeah. I smoke a little weed and it's like, you were abused. (laughs) (laughs) If you clean a vacuum, do you become a vacuum cleaner? Yeah. Fuck. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. That's really fucked up. Do you remember that vacuum cleaner dude from, uh, what was the show with Poe and Dipsy and Lala? The Teletubbies. And the vacuum was like, the elephant. I thought he was so cute. That terrified me. I thought he was so cute. I hated it, and I literally was afraid of that. I was scared of E.T. growing up. Oh, E.T. He's so freaky. Like, why is he so wrinkly? Put some sunscreen on, bro. He's an alien. Yeah. 
He's closer. Reason to wear he's sunscreen. probably closer to the sun than we are. That's what I'm saying. Put some sunscreen on SPF 100. Okay. Can dogs get a song stuck in their head? They have to. No. They. I don't know. Dogs are fucking stupid. Yeah, Lola has no. She's a, <laughs> a peep. Wait, is Lola still in the closet? <laughs> she's still in the closet. All right, Mike has been in the closet this whole time. Yeah, but she's fine. I think she's actually enjoying it. Like, she looks comfy. Don't shame her for being in the closet. We would never. Okay? We understand. Yeah, we open the closet door, and she's just in there, and she can't get out. And then we were like, bye, and shut the door on her. Um, Peter, don't come for us. What if every time we eat an apple, we're eating a tree baby? <laughs> <laughs> vegans that's, what are you gonna say now that's fucked up that's fucked up if you're waiting for a waiter are you the waiter fuck we just keep saying fuck we're like <laughs> damn they got us again they got us good why don't rib condoms taste like ribs <laughs> honestly a girl if, know. if a condom tasted like ribs i would suck that i thing would go dry. to pound town i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> I would literally be like, you gotta lick the marrow out. You gotta get all. Oh of yeah, that I'd be shit. like sucking on. I'm like getting at all the flavor. Oh yeah, I love ribs. I miss ribs. Would you let someone fuck you with a rib condom? Those I, are the ones with like the. First of all, I feel like I a don't flavor con- condoms. Yeah, same. Respectfully, don't talk to me. No, when I first start seeing somebody, I'm like, oh, I'm not like that. No, you need to, you need to put no, a condom we have on. To. We have to. Before I used to be a hoe, and then I would never use condoms and be like it's fine really? we're fine but i got routinely tested like all the time like to the point where like i'm pretty sure the people testing me were like you were in here a week ago and i'm like and i need to come back <laughs> i uh I had i've sex grown a, a lot i made him wear a condom and then midway through she's like take it off i can't handle no, it midway through he took it off and didn't tell me and then oh came i had inside me i had that too yeah he, but he like took it off and then like came on me and I like was not expecting me to come on because he had a fucking condom on. Yeah. So I literally like lost my shit. Oh, I was so upset. I was so upset. I think I immediately blocked him. This guy was in a fraternity in my college. I'm pretty sure his name was John and I don't remember his last name, but it began with an M. My guy was named John too. Fucking John's. Yeah. Asshole. And I'm pretty sure he had a girlfriend after because he ghosted me after and I was like, you're an asshole. Stupid. Bitch. And also, I didn't consent to you. He ha- took the condom off and kept fucking me. And I'm like, the whole point of wearing the condom <laughs> is to protect us yeah. throughout. And it was like after the bars, I was drunk. Like we were drunk. So I was like, obviously, I couldn't tell the fucking difference. He definitely what. was like, yeah, she's too fucked up. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to take the I condom fucking off. That's lost so my shit. Up. Yeah, you fucking asshole. All right. Back wait, to funny questions. Wait, this is for Miggy. Yes. <laughs> if two vegans are arguing, is it still considered a beef? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We're the two vegans in the room, so I gotta know. Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, all right. We have beef. We have beef. <laughs> you can have beef, like you could have a cow. It doesn't mean you're gonna eat the cow. That's true. If you guys, it's start, all about if, your intentions. Yes. If one of you bites the other in mid fist fight, Fuck. then I think you know we have a problem in the vegan community. Did, did you say have a cow like the like the saying from the eighties? Don't have a cow like that. That's also a thing. Is that a thing? No, yeah. I, meant I think like she an meant actual have a physical cow. cow. Have a physical like a, cow. A physical cow. Okay, yeah. That's, Just bring it on into the apartment. You can have a cow. <laughs> That's still vegan. Can, ve- can vegetarians eat animal crackers? Or can vegans eat animal crackers? <sighs> Damn. 
I love animal crackers. Oh, you fucking shitty vegan. Are animal crackers racist? <laughs> Are they the cool kind of crackers? Not <laughs> Oh my They're god. They're the crackers that don't care about being called crackers. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I was waiting for that one to click. Oh my god. I love it. Okay. Um if a bunch of cats jump on top of each other, is it still called the dog pile? <laughs> Wait, what? If a bunch of cats jump on top of each other, is it still called you know how you like you jump on top of each other? Oh dog, dog pile. pile. Yeah. What if it's cats? Lola, what do you think? Get me out of this closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I hit myself and it hurts, am I weak or strong? <laughs> okay. Answer the question. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know the answers to any of I guess these. both. You're a pussy for getting hurt, but you're also a bad bitch for hurting them. Yeah. It's both of my personalities coming out at once. <laughs> Literally me fighting each other. Okay. Uh, um, if they use crash test dummies to test things, how do they test crash test dummies? I fear I may have girl boss too close to the sun. Oh, my God. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> on that note is I think we're not stoned, but we are full of baloney. We are. And so we must end Stony Baloney. We must end Stony Baloney. We're going to go film some comedy skits <laughs> for TikTok and yeah, Instagram right now. So and hopefully get drunk. Yeah. So, like, guys, we love you. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. Could you learn to love us? Could you learn to love me? Are you playing those love games? You want to see my manjana? You want to go to a club where people wee on each other? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that's from, please, like, comment. Or like, I don't know, comment on our Instagram and let us know if you know what that is on our latest Instagram post. Yes. And if, if you, you don't know what do, it is, if you know what it is, we love you. We'll give you a shout if out. If you don't, you're a stupid bitch. <laughs> no, if you don't. <laughs> Look yeah. it up because I didn't know before this year. Yeah, she did. And I changed her life with this. Video. I really love it so much. Um, But yeah, th- that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. A five star review. If you we hate would, us, then like go fuck yourself. Okay? Still leave a five star review. We would <laughs> greatly appreciate it. And uh, and write a review. Don't just like do the stars. Like write about what you like, your favorite parts, yes. what you'd like to see on Tell the podcast. Tell us how pretty we are. Mm-hmm. I like to hear that I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like my mom At didn't love me. At least twice so. per review, I would say. Tell us we're pretty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We're going to be doing a lot more videos there. Yes. So uh, have a lovely week, a great rest of your day, and get high, you filthy fucking stoners. Peace out, bitches. <laughs>